0: Humidification What is the clinical importance of humidification for an anaesthetist?
1: Humidification is incredibly important to anaesthetists because the normal mechanism for humidifying inspired gases, the nose, is often bypassed by either an endotracheal tube or a tracheostomy. This has major consequences on the tracheobronchial tree if gases supplied to the patient aren't warmed and humidified. The airway secretions become dry and tenacious and can lead to thick mucus plugs which can potentially block the airways. There is also a reduction of ciliary activity and impairment of the mucociliary escalator. If the cilia are continuously exposed to dry gases, they soon disappear and the epithelium becomes keratinized. Another consequence of prolonged inspiration of dry gases is heat loss through latent heat of vaporisation as the body has to humidify the gases in the respiratory tract.
0: Which patients are particularly at risk from airway damage if dry-inspired gases are used?
1: High-risk patients include those who are undergoing prolonged anaesthesia and intensive care patients. Patients with underlying respiratory disease are also at risk as damage to the mucociliary escalator will have much more significance. Other patients at risk are those at the extremes of age, such as neonates and the elderly. How
0: do we express humidity?
1: Humidity is normally described as either absolute humidity or relative humidity. Absolute humidity is the mass of water vapour present in a given volume of air. The values of absolute humidity are normally expressed as milligrams per litre or grams per cubic metre, both of which have the same numerical value. Relative humidity is the ratio of the mass of water in a given volume of air to the mass of water required to saturate that given volume of air at the same temperature. It is usually expressed as a percentage.
0: What methods are available to measure humidity?
1: Remember, always classify. With this sort of question, you really don't want to have to get into the finer details of a hair hygrometer, so start your answer with a clear classification. This way, you show the examiner you have a clear understanding of the topic and you may escape without having to go into any further specific details of the different techniques. Instruments to measure humidity can be divided into those which measure relative humidity and those which measure absolute humidity. Relative humidity can be measured using a hair hygrometer, a wet and dry bulb hygrometer, or a red hygrometer. Absolute humidity can be measured using transducers or a mass spectrometer. The simplest method of measuring relative humidity is to use a hair hygrometer. This instrument works on the principle that the hair gets longer as the humidity rises. The hair is attached to a spring and a pointer, and as the length of the hair changes, the pointer moves over a scale. The wet and dry bulb hygrometer is another instrument for measuring relative humidity. This technique uses two thermometers. One of the thermometers is in equilibrium with the ambient temperature of the room. The bulb of the second thermometer is surrounded by a wick which is in contact with a water bath. The temperature displayed by this thermometer is consequently lower than the ambient room temperature because of the cooling effect of the evaporation of the water surrounding the bulb the latent heat of vaporization.